Hi, welcome to the Mom Chief of Everything podcast with Dr. Jeanette DeWitt. This is the podcast where we talk about how to achieve time freedom and optimal health so you as a mom can reduce your risk of a health scare and create fun family memories without breaking the bank. I am your hostess, Dr. Jeanette DeWitt, owner of DeWitt Physical Therapy and Wellness, where I help moms and their families feel better faster in my office or through the online convenience of their smartphone. I am a married mom with two daughters. I am also a physical therapist, athletic trainer, and fitness nutrition coach. Before we start today's episode, I want to let you know about my free Facebook group called Mom COE. I do a live training in the group each week to empower moms and tackle the challenges we moms face every day. This group is where you can ask me questions personally and I will give you customized feedback. You can also find me on YouTube at my channel, Jeanette DeWitt, where I create videos to express gratitude, teach exercise tips, and discuss tips to relieve aches and pains. If you are interested in those, then request to join the Facebook group and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Let's get started with today's episode. Greetings, everyone. Today, I want to share about using food to celebrate with family. And family could be your immediate family. If you have just four in your family, like I have my husband and two girls, or it could be extended family, or it could be your friends and family. So when I say family, I, don't, I want you to think out of the box a little bit and go beyond the traditional family kind of connotation. It is St. Patrick's Day today, but regardless of the holiday, food is a great way to celebrate with your family and friends. Everyone has to eat, right? Absolutely. And so today, I know that my family is going to do a traditional St. Patrick's Day meal with the corned beef and cabbage and potatoes. It's something that we only eat that on St. Patrick's Day, and it is a special occasion. And the importance of having meals and family time, it helps to bring people together. And in a world that we are just bombarded with a lot of negativity and with a lot of divisiveness, it's a great way to break down barriers. So I want to go into why I think sharing food with family and friends helps to strengthen relationships. Number one, research actually backs this up. Research shows that families who eat together have kids who are less likely to engage in negative behaviors. That means they're less likely to be out partying and drinking and smoking, doing drugs, having um, relationships and um, having promiscuous behaviors or behaviors that they might not be mature enough to actually handle. So research shows that families who eat together have kids who are more connected to their family and to their family values. Sharing a meal with your kids, you get to learn so much about them. 
You get to learn about their day. You get to learn about their friends. You get to learn about their thought process. And a lot of people may think, oh, you know, wow, I don't have time to do a family dinner. My kids are in these sports. My kids play this musical instrument. They are going here and they are going there after school. A lot of times it's just kind of hit and miss for dinner. Choose a different meal choose breakfast. Maybe that is the meal that everybody in the family can kind of rally around and get together more than three or four times a week. Families who eat meals together are stronger, have closer connections, and again, their kids are less likely to engage in negative behaviors. We want our kids to feel that we love them. We want our kids to feel that we want to know about their day, that we are interested in them. And what better time to do this is sitting down around a meal where everybody has to eat and everybody can just relax and have their guard down a little bit. As a side note, another great time to connect with your kids is riding in the car to and from school. Turn off the portable DVD player. Turn off the music or have it low in the background. Tell your kids to put their phone and their technology away on the car ride and talk to your kids. It's so important to connect with people and to show your kids how to have relationships and talk and talk with the eye contact where they're paying attention instead of constantly looking at their smartphone or their tablet while also trying to engage in a conversation. It breaks my heart when I see a family out at dinner or in a restaurant, maybe it's dinner, maybe it's lunch, and everybody in the family is on their technology and nobody is talking together or talking to each other. It's a family meal. Let's connect with each other. That leads me to number two of why I think sharing food with people helps to build relationships. Food brings families together. I mentioned before of having the guard uh, broken down and people feeling more relaxed. When people are hungry, they can be a little irritable but you start feeding them and now they're feeling a little bit better. Their sugar levels are starting to stabilize. They're not thirsty because they're drinking water or juice or whatever the beverage might be. They're more relaxed. So conversations can kind of open up a little bit and turn into wonderful deep connections where people can start to relate to each other. Now, it is important also when we're conversing with each other to be respectful, to be silent while someone else is talking. One of the great gifts of communication is knowing how to talk, but also how to listen. And if everybody's taking their turn, then you can demonstrate good communication skills at the table during a shared meal. Number three of why I think sharing food with family or friends helps to strengthen relationships is celebrating with food is a great icebreaker. If you have a theme around the meal, like today it's St. Patrick's Day, 
if you have a theme around the meal, that can bring people together because they can talk about their recipes with that specific theme. They can talk about why the theme was chosen, why it is fun for them, why it brings up great nostalgic memories of, if it's something that the family celebrates every year, or maybe there's a, a homemade recipe that's been passed down from generation to generation. That can all be talked about, and it's a great icebreaker that brings people together. When we look at today, and it's a day of celebration for many who are Christians and celebrating St. Patrick's Day, that is another way a meal can bring people together because it can strengthen, this is number four, it can strengthen belief systems. If your family is celebrating a religious holiday or a family holiday, like a, a family picnic or a family reunion, whatever the special occasion may be, excuse me, may be, whatever that special occasion may be, then everyone can come together in that meal. They can share the history of that event or that family get together. They can share the history of that Christian holiday or that uh, religious ceremony. And it opens up the opportunity to pass on your beliefs to the next generation. It opens up the ability to share stories about past celebrations, about what families did before, about fam what families want to do in the future, about creating a tradition or ab about creating new traditions. That common celebration theme around a particular holiday, it's, just not, it's not just an icebreaker, but it's a way to pass on your belief system and educate the next generation so they can pass it on. It's a family heritage moment. And that sometimes is lost nowadays. We have a lot of blended families, and that's a great opportunity for blended families to see something new that the other family has been passed on from generation to generation. Or it's something that, hey, you know what? As a blended family, we are going to start a new tradition with this holiday. So it is a great opportunity to just open things up and strengthen belief systems and pass on information and celebrations to generation after generation. Number five, I think, with sharing food with family helps to strengthen relationships is sharing a meal can be cross-generational or cross-cultural. So if you have a family that has multiple generations in it, that means multiple decades or multiple, every 15, 20 years, uh, there's different age brackets. You have baby boomers, you have Gen X, you have millennials, whatever it may be, each of those distinct age groups can learn from each other. The aging population be, can pass on the events and their history the new or younger population can pass on what they're learning. And in today's world, that may be technology tips to the older generation on how to be safe, how to not get scammed, how to use their smartphone, how to use safety devices that are linked to technology. 
there's so many great ways that the older generation and the younger generation can connect that using a meal to bring everyone together so each person can learn from each other and share their experiences, it's a beautiful thing. And it's not only educational, but it's being open to learning about other people's experiences. So maybe you don't have to experience a struggle that someone went through because they described that struggle and how they were able to get through it. Or maybe you can sell, you can share an experience and celebrate together because somebody was victorious in something. But whatever it may be, cross-generational communication is such a big thing. And it can be a lost art. It can be a walk down memory lane. It can be sharing a new experience. It can be teaching a new skill. Whatever it may be, there are similarities and there are differences that each generation can learn from. Sharing a meal, as I said before, can be cross-generational or cross-cultural. If you have family members or friends who are from a different culture, whether it's a, a different ethnic background, whether it's a different country, whatever their differences are, embrace that. How can you learn from that? Can you have a meal around their culture? So let's just look at a Southern meal. So I'm from the North. I didn't grow up with Southern delicacies. Uh, if somebody's from the South and they moved to my area, like I would love to experience their version of a family Sunday meal whatever that may be. If they're from Texas and they have a lot of Texan chili or spices, what can I learn from that? Let me taste some Texas chili. I'm from Cincinnati. I grew up with Cincinnati style chili. That's completely different from Tex-Mex chili. It's completely different from even Tennessee style chili. You'd look at barbecue. Barbecue is different depending on where you are in the region of this country. You can have smoky barbecue, you can have sweet and tangy barbecue, you can have spicy, let's kick it up a notch barbecue, whatever it may be. This is a great way, way to share different cultures. You could have a chili fest for, for all I know, and it could be different chilies from different regions if there are people who are living in your area and are in your circle of friends and family that can bring that and, and bring that different uh, type of style. Maybe you have friends who are from another country. Let's look at maybe they um, are from France. What kind of French cuisine could they share with you and that you could taste? And in turn, you can show them American style food, Italian food, Greek food, Mediterranean food, Asian food, Indian food, whatever it might be whoever is in your circle, they bring something culturally to a meal. And you could do a potluck and have everybody bring something that is unique to their family and do a taste test. The point is that you're learning about them and you're opening up conversation so that you can have deeper relationships and understand each other person better than you did before the meal.
overall, using food to connect with people is a great way to connect on a deeper level and really get to know people more personally, whether it's family or extended family or friends. Take advantage of opportunities like different holidays, like different celebration times, uh, whether it be birthdays or graduations or Memorial Day or Labor Day. Take those opportunities to connect with people by sharing a meal. It doesn't have to be labor intensive. Get takeout. Make a a potluck. Have everybody bring something. Ask people to bring their favorite dish. Create a theme to revolve the meal around. Whatever you do, use the meal to bring people together and to get to know people on a deeper level. Enjoy today. I can't wait to hear about your uh, meal time and your sharing time. Go on over to the Mom Chief of Everything Facebook group and post the meals that you have shared. I look forward to seeing those. If you're not in that group, go ahead and look up Mom COE or reach out to me through private message on Facebook. You can just find me under Jeanette Brandt DeWitt. And I am happy to get you into the group. It is a closed group, but you can join at any time. Until next time, be bold, be beautiful, be you. Thank you so much for joining today's episode of the Mom Chief of Everything podcast with Dr. Jeanette DeWitt. If you liked what you heard today and want to get more connected with other moms who are chief of everything, then please visit the Facebook group Mom COE to request to join. I would love to welcome you to an amazing group of moms just like you. You can also connect with me on YouTube by subscribing to my channel. Just search for Jeanette DeWitt. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. Be bold. Be beautiful. Be you.